This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You're listening to the happy hour with Nick Sainert. I'm leaving people. Huh. And Enrique Alvarez Clary. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? Huh? Sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back in. It's the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick and Austin with you. We're going to go back and address the whole NFL scripted or not thing in the crossover with Strick because <laughs> we know he enjoys that side of things. So uh, unnamed texter 1000, uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and, and talk to him. Um, I'll, we'll go ahead and talk to his, Strick about it to get his thoughts in the, in, the, in the crossover as we get you ready for on the block. Uh, first up, though, we got to talk Husker hoops. Nebraska basketball getting ready to host... Ohio State tonight. It's on peak on yeah on Peacock. So uh, make sure you get those subscriptions if you're you're planning or wanting to watch it at least. Uh, Six p.m. tip. No longer eight p.m. tip offs for at least a couple of weeks. Nebraska's next eight p.m. tip off will be on Wednesday, February seventh at eight p.m. against Northwestern on the road in Evanston. Uh, but for now, it's just six p.m. and and uh, around that time frame. So once again, Nebraska. 14 and five on the season uh, coming in off of their six point win against Northwestern at home last Saturday after dropping their previous two, which then followed up the number one uh, defeat of Purdue at home. The last time the Huskers were actually at home prior to Northwestern's game. So now Austin, I ask you this, uh, it was announced or released reported that according to ESPN's BPI that Nebraska has the second easiest schedule remaining in the Big Ten Conference uh, when compared to the other Big Ten teams. The only team below them is the Penn State, the Wildcats, who are struggling this year in their first year. Yeah, not the Wildcats, the Nittany Lions, who are struggling in their first year without uh, Micah Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury, by the way, struggling immensely at Notre Dame, Mm -hmm. which is startling. uh, He's no Marcus Freeman yet, right? I I love Micah Micah Shrewsbury. Something about Notre Dame coaches, I guess. (laughs) Maybe it's not Notre Dame coaches. Maybe it's Notre Dame. Maybe it's Notre Dame, who Notre Dame decides to go after. Maybe it's just Notre Dame. I, I do have an Irish football helmet on my desk back there. It is very shiny. It is a bright, bright gold one. Uh, nonetheless, Nebraska, just a, an outlook here, these next couple of games before I get your thoughts, Austin. So obviously the Buckeyes tonight. Then Maryland on the road in College Park, led by obviously Kevin Willard. Then you get another crack, and this is the big one, at Wisconsin at home next week on Thursday. Then you follow that up with a weekend match against Illinois. So those are your next four. Ohio State tonight, Maryland Saturday, and then Wisconsin and Illinois next week and weekend. This is a, a, we continue to do this every like four game stretch. This is a big opportunity for Nebraska because they have a chance to once again, continue Mm -hmm. to show 
that, you know what, we're a tournament team. We're a tournament caliber team. ESPN's my, uh, Joe Lenardi has Nebraska as a nine seed if the season were to end today in the NCAA tournament. So there's there's room to work with for Nebraska, but you need to get the ones at home. That you do because Ohio State coming here um, after Northwestern, right? Northwestern's a solid team. That's going to be a good win by the end of the year. Ohio State, I still think, will turn into a good win. Mm-hmm. I I was still weirded out by the year the Buckeyes had last year. They were much more talented than their record indicated, yeah. and the metrics loved them, right? We were comparing an Ohio State team that won like five games in the conference to Nebraska, who was you know, darn near 500 in the conference, even up to the end of the year, because the net loved Ohio State. Yeah. I like Ohio State more this year than I did last year. And there's a lot of pieces there. I think Chris Holtman is kind of in the Ryan Day situation where Ohio State basketball fans are a little tired of him despite him doing really nothing wrong necessarily. Mm -hmm. Um, So tonight's a big one. At Maryland, you, you expect Maryland to be favored. Maryland is so up and down, but they're usually solid at home. Then maybe the two most important games for Nebraska's Hopes of moving up seed lines are Wisconsin and Illinois. If you get revenge on Wisconsin, even if it's at home, you get you get bonus points for that. Yeah. Right. For that win. Now, beating Wisconsin on the road would have been super bonus points, but whatever. You go to the Cole Center, it's a tough place to play. Mm-hmm. Find a way to eke that game out at home. And then Illinois just got Terrence Shannon Jr. back, looked better without him than I thought they had any business looking. Mm-hmm. And Nebraska has historically struggled in the State Farm Center. But if you can you know, make that your big road upset yeah. of the year, that's a huge deal. Even if you go to Northwestern after that and you find a way to squeak that one, I think these are two very evenly matched teams, Nebraska and Northwestern. And you would expect that you at least have Juwan Gary back for that Northwestern game. You would think. Um, hopefully, hopefully prior to that, but at least by that Northwestern yeah. game. But as you look at the schedule... There aren't any games outside of Wisconsin and Illinois on the 1st and the 4th of February that move the needle, you know, too much either way for Nebraska. Obviously, if you take care of business at home, that gives you Ohio State, Wisconsin, Michigan, Penn State, Minnesota, and Rutgers. Fine, but nothing's like, oh yeah, that team deserves to be a 7 seed instead of a 9. Maybe the Wisconsin one, but you're probably going to pair that with you know, maybe it's a loss at Ohio State. You split that. Maybe you you end up splitting with Indiana. There's a loss there, which would, you know, not make you lose any position from your nine seed line right now, but wouldn't help you jump up necessarily. So I think, again, I've said this all year. I'm going to continue to say it. Being in that 8-9 game is probably the highest spot Nebraska fans can hope for. Mm-hmm. I still think this team ends up on the nine side of that if not in like the 10 or 11 range, mm-hmm. because I still think this is a bubble team that's really bolstered by Purdue at this point. Yeah. Michigan State's got to pick it up for that win to start meaning what I think it should. Um, Duquesne has not lived up to my expectations in the A-10 necessarily. Oregon State still atrocious. And if Nebraska is going to lose you know, to Wisconsin right at home, it can't be by 16 points. Right at some point, this Nebraska team, you never apologize for wins, right? Win, 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 win. That's the most important thing. But if you're going to want to be taken more seriously by the committee, you have to really, you know, leave a mark against Ohio State. Like, don't just win, but win it by more than people thought you would. Well, well, it's similar to like the Iowa game last year, Mm -hmm. where at home, where Mm -hmm. you shut down, I believe it was 
Chris Murray. He, he, yes, Chris, Chris Murray, Chris yes, Murray Chris was Murray. still here because mm-hmm. um, Keegan was with the Kings. Yeah. Uh, but you shut down Chris Murray and you won 88-68. You, mm-hmm. I mean, you you dominated. Now, going back to this season, like Austin said, there's not a lot of games that maybe move the needle for you in terms of like seeding. It doesn't move it up, mm-hmm. but it can certainly move you down. And, mm-hmm. and with what I'm what I'm getting at here is that it is going to be just as important, if uh, probably actually more important now going forward, that, I, I mean, once you get to the month of February specifically, and you play the home game against Penn State. You play the home game against Minnesota. You play a home game against Rutgers and Michigan. You cannot lose. You can't. Mm-mm. Because as, as Austin just got done saying, those aren't going to help you a whole lot if you win them. But they will kill you if you lose them. And if you lose them, that puts more pressure on the Big Ten tournament, where Nebraska yeah. has historically not been good. Yeah. And then you have to go win a game at a neutral site against someone most likely with more rest than you. Yeah, you're yeah, you're absolutely right. And so it's it's gonna be like that's why I look at tonight's game as mm-hmm. a very, very important one. Very important because Nebraska, this is one that you want to have as a feather in your cap, just in case down the road you lose at Northwestern, mm-hmm. right? It's not that it's gonna negate them, mm-hmm. but it's hey, you know what? We beat a competent basketball team to kind of get us a two steps ahead. Maybe now this loss takes us one step back. We're still one step ahead. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details in the grand scheme of it all that's like you're kind of playing mind games nebraska nebraska fans were going to do this i'm going to do this myself is like i'm going to internally be thinking okay does a does a northwestern win and an ohio state win negate a loss at indiana right does that negate a, a lot the, the minnesota loss like what does this do for nebraska so the more wins and as cliche and stupid as this is going to sound the more wins nebraska stacks up at home, the better they're going to be if they lose some games on the road. I want to take us back to the 2018-2019 season in the Big Ten. Um, No, wrong year. 2017-18. Why does it keep pulling those up? Okay, 2017-2018. Big Ten 
men's basketball standings. Nebraska ends up 13 and five in the conference, 16 and one um, at home on the year, 22 and 11 overall. This would have been Tim's final year. It would have been okay. correct. Michigan State 16 and two, Ohio State 15 and three, Purdue 15 and three, Nebraska two games back at 13 and five, tied with Michigan, then a chasm, a four game split between Michigan in uh, a tie with Nebraska for essentially third place in the Big Ten to Indiana and Penn State, Maryland 8 and 10, Wisconsin 7 11, Northwestern 6 and 12, Iowa 4 and 14, Illinois 4 and 14. I still think Nebraska fans. Even just Big Ten basketball fans in general, right? I'm not even going to throw Nebraska fans in this solely. Think that the Big Ten is this killer, brutal night in, night out basketball league. There are grown men in this league. It's solid basketball. This league is nowhere near the level of the Big 12. It is nowhere near the level of the Big East. Yeah. Those are by far the two best conferences in college basketball. So that margin for error that you thought you had, you know, Mm -hmm. six years ago, seven years ago, it was dried up then. Right? There's just not a lot of respect for the Big Ten because, yeah, it's physical, it's tough every night, but Big 12 and Big East teams actually win games when it matters. So Nebraska doesn't get the Big Ten benefit of the doubt in these conversations. And I'll throw this on Nebraska's fans specifically, is Nick, we haven't seen much successful basketball around these parts in a long time. So the first instinct is to, to jump the gun and maybe think a little bit higher. Knock like 10% off your excitement or add like 10% to your pessimism. And that's going to be a truer sense of, of where the team is at positively or negatively, because our perception here in the 402 is much different than the perception of, of how the committee looks at yeah. it. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. I mean, and also like, I'll be, I mean, I'll be honest, go watch a big East basketball game. There was this last Saturday. Mm-hmm. We haven't been able to talk about the college basketball this last Saturday. Maybe you guys talked about it on the block. But it started off hot, right? Mm-hmm. It started off with a three-overtime game between Creighton and uh, Seton Hall. Pirates got jobbed. Seton Hall. Now, here's the deal, Austin. Seton Hall, they led, or not led, excuse me, they were picked to finish like eighth or ninth mm-hmm. in the Big East. Here they are. If they would have beaten Creighton on Sunday or on Saturday, they were going to be number one alone at the top of the Big East standings mm-hmm. ahead of the UConn game on Saturday as well. You, I mean, like UConn's the number mm-hmm. one team in the country. In the Big East, you have, I mean, just some of these teams. In the Big East, UConn, Creighton, Marquette, Nova, Xavier, a Rick Patino and St. John's team that almost beat Marquette. Also an overtime game on Saturday. Also should have beat Creighton. They also should have beaten Creighton. Seton Hall in first year of a head coach mm-hmm. as well. And then you have a DePaul, a DePaul team that that whole situation with Tony Stubblefield's hilarious. Out because, for a game. Yeah, the, Tony Stubblefield uh, at DePaul got or DePaul got fired because they couldn't raise NIL money. They, mm-hmm. they they the boosters were not willing to. They're three and fifteen this season, zero and seven in the conference. They couldn't raise NIL money, so they had to fire him. Never forget that uh, DePaul hired or interviewed John Shire and said, "No thanks, we're good." They they said no to the current Duke head coach to take Tony Stubblefield. And they've been historically bad the last couple of seasons. But no, back to Nebraska. Um, that just goes to show, right? That the games, although they're against unranked opponents, and maybe on paper they're not going to be as splashy or as exciting as the the victory over number one Purdue was. But look at it this way, Husker fans. Nebraska doesn't have to travel to West Lafayette. They don't. Right. They don't have to travel back to the Kohl Center. They don't have to go back to the barn where they lost. 
They don't have to play other than the two current ones that are currently ranked on their schedule, a ranked team the rest of the year. The, 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 the final two ranked teams that they have on their slate are in the next four games mm-hmm. against Wisconsin, who you have at home, and on the road to Illinois. And nobody later on is playing their way into that conversation. Absolutely not. Not even close. Michigan's atrocious. You get kind of you can you can get blindsided by the name. Mm-hmm. Michigan is atrocious. They will they're be last, in full quit mode. Yeah, they're in they're last in the Big Ten conference right now. So like don't get don't get too excited or or you know you know blindsided or blinded I guess by the Michigan name. Mm-hmm. Penn State's having a down year. You look at the the teams that are left on Nebraska's schedule. This is not us saying, yeah, you know what, Husker basketball going to win out. No, there's certainly though there is no excuse not to find yourself solidly in the big in in at least a buy in the Big Ten tournament mm-hmm. and or a berth in the NCAA tournament before postseason play. Right, you should feel really good about your chances of getting on that 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 eight or nine game by the time you get to the end of the year if Nebraska has taken care of business, which is very difficult for this program to do. Yeah, right. You just. I'm as guilty of it as anyone, right? I don't mean to just bash Husker fans on this, right? Like, Iowa is not a vintage Iowa team, but they were scrappier than I gave them credit for being, right? In, in that game that Nebraska went out to to Carver Hawkeye Arena. Now, Nebraska didn't play well, and I think that's more on Nebraska than it is on, you know, Iowa because they're they're kind of about to have their Frank Solich moment with Fran McCaffrey. And I'm fascinated to see how that plays out. The point is, Nebraska is legitimately more talented than probably 75% of the teams left on its its schedule. Like you should see Nebraska with an advantage up and down the lineup or in coaching or in scheme with a matchup to exploit in the in the majority of these matchups. But what it comes down to is these guys have to understand what's in front of them. They have to understand the magnitude of the opportunity and not get caught up in the moment or, or lost, you know, in the big picture, but understand that their work drilling down on the details every day in practice and every possession in the game is what's going to get them where they have the ability to go. So this Ohio state team, uh, led or excuse me, they are 13 and five on the season. I believe is their record, yep. uh, 13 and five. They have a couple of, of intriguing wins earlier in the season. They beat Alabama by 11 at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, they beat the Minnesota team. They beat UCLA by seven, beat West Virginia by three, um, however, they have a couple really bad losses and a couple of those bad losses are, um, for example, Texas A&M beat them at Ohio State by seven. Uh, they lost to Wisconsin by double digits, similar to the Huskers. They lost to Indiana in Bloomington. They lost to, as I mentioned, the worst team in the Big Ten Conference, the Michigan Wolverines. So they've they've definitely been kind mm-hmm. of up and down, although they have some really intriguing and really nice wins on their resume they have some really bad losses. And this is where, again, you bury a team, right? Don't yeah. let them use you to get hot. No. Yeah, don't don't allow it to happen. 6 p.m. tonight on Peacock, so make sure you get your subscription or just pack PBA. It should be an okay night. Uh, 6 p.m., hopefully not too late of arriving crowd for Husker Nation, but uh, Buckeyes and the Huskers tonight at 6 p.m. Uh, let's go ahead and take our final time out. When we come back, let's, let's talk more about the NFL script. Is it scripted? <laughs> Is it more than just the first 10 to 15 plays of a drive? Maybe, but maybe not. 11-year-olds certainly think so. Austin doesn't. We'll see what Strick thinks when we return and close out the happy hour on a Tuesday. Huge thanks to Empire Fence and Netting for their support as always. We'll be right back on 93.7 The Ticket. 
Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.